Dean, today I learned about a brand new point of articulation. Brand new, never been seen before. On anything? On anything. Like really? I'm talking I'm talking game changing articulation. Is that like a in the crotchal region or something? You know, it's actually in the shoulder region, right? It's called the um the split shoulder point of articulation. I think it's something that's never been done, and I think it's frankly the greatest piece of articulation that's unintentionally ever been created. Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. You've got a billion toys. <laughs> you brought them to the doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. Joey Lockett here, Tillery Power. This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash collecting weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. Hey guys, my name is Zach. I'm Dean. Welcome to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. It's a weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to, my, to us this week in collecting. Wow. Wow. Do you have a butchered intro? I butchered in it. Forever. I butchered Dude, in like it. like a hundred episodes. I'm not even kidding. Dude, I butchered it. And you know why, Dean? <laughs> I was writing the book, right? I was writing yeah. the book this week. And in each, I don't want to call it a section, but in each major change of the show, the way I tie all the chapters together is I put the intro from that time. So, for example, the first iteration, it's like, hey, guys, my name is Zach. Welcome to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly Podcast where we talk about the things that matter the most to me. And then, like, as new people join, the intro gets bigger and changes to be what it is now. Yeah, well, the first one was the six things that matter. This the is most. the weekly show where we talk about the six things that matter. Yeah, yeah. So this week, oh, in man, not only or something. Yeah, Dean, yeah. big shout out to our sponsor, Wano Scrapyard. Yeah, dude, shout out Wano. We what got so off track. Dude, I haven't heard you mess dude, up the intro in ever. That's wild. That is, I, I'm i embarrassed, Dean. I, dude. I almost want to quit my own show and dude. just never do it again. Also, real quick, with that intro, I still can't believe the fact that we got PewDiePie to <laughs> give us a shout out. Dude, that is That's so wild. So cool. I have Let's catch up on the chat. We have Eddie, Danny, Sean, PewDiePie, uh, PewDiePie, Toy Mafia in the chat. Uh, Danny says Zach should do his homework. Dean, we have a great show. <laughs> dude, Dean that totally. So funny, dude. dude. That was one of the most awkward cold opens I've ever. I mean, it was fantastic because the joke went just right over dude, you. Dude, I was. <laughs> I did not get it. I was like, okay. Yeah, you really didn't, and I was I, I was trying to prompt you, and it just <laughs> I don't know, man. <sighs> Sorry, guys. I, I I feel shame, right? Because you're right. I haven't butchered that in a long time. Anyways, we got a great show planned for you. A bit of news uh, today was day one of NYCC, aka Sideshow Con, and um, you know, of course, shit show. there's uh, 
some stuff to go with that. But Dean, before we get into the news, it is time for the world's favorite podcast segment. Yeah, is everyone ready? Yes. It's new this week. So good. Wow. Uh, okay, what'd you get new this week? Um, I did something I never thought I would do, but I did it for everybody watching the stream. Oh my gosh. I bought a <laughs> Legacy Creation six-scale figure. What is that? They're like the knockoff Hot Toys. Oh, oh no, no. <laughs> Damn, that was... You know, because we see a lot of people asking, should I get this? And usually our answer is like, dude, don't fucking waste your money. It's not it's not gonna be good. It's pretty trash. Uh just get the real deal. If it sounds too good to be true, it is. It's gonna be fake. Well, I went in knowing this was fake. Mm-hmm. Uh and it was cheap, like su- like cheaper than it would have been if I bought it on eBay. Um and it's a figure that I I kind of wanted, but I would never spend the money on it. And I was like, well, this is like cheap enough. It'll, I don't know. It'll serve fine on the shelf far away. Mm-hmm. So I bought an Iron Patriot. <laughs> it's not even like a good representation of Rhodey, right? Like he has suits that are way cooler than the Iron Patriot. But I was like, let me check this out. Let me see if it's good. Let me give actual honest feedback to the viewers, people who are curious about these products to see them. Um, Because they also do knockoff figure arts. I don't know if you've seen those. Um, So what they do is they take the actual product and just recast it Mm -hmm. and then put it together um, so like some of the articulation is like casted, but it's not functional. Mm-hmm. Um, his articulation isn't terrible. Um, the plastic is, it's like kind of soft. It's not, I don't know. It's really hard to describe it. Like it's very dense plastic. Um, the articulation again, it's not the worst thing in the world, but it could definitely be better it's obviously you're gonna get a way better product buying an actual hot toys or uh-huh. sideshow products um the paint is serviceable again i mean if this is on the shelf behind me you i mean unless you're like a fucking eagle eye you're really not gonna be like that's fake uh-huh. uh it even has his name printed on the chest right here yeah you can see that and it, it's clear um it does have leds in it which shocks the hell out of me uh the accessories are garbage the hands like barely stay on i mean it it's it's definitely not worth the money uh this is 40 bucks so i I didn't break the bank getting it because some of these could even sell for up to like 100 bucks because yeah like there's obviously a market people will buy these things and they make like star wars figures mostly marvel um i'm here to tell you just save your money. Uh, don't don't buy these. Uh, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I was just like, you know what? Like, I see enough people asking about them all the time that I want to be able to let our audience know what's up. So I did it for you guys. 
And that's all I got new this week. I had a I had an interesting week. Now let me tell you this, Dean. I have this reoccurring dream for years, right? Mm-hmm. And in this dream, I go to a toy store, like a Target or a Walmart, and I find an unthinkable deal, right? Yeah. yeah. And in this in this dream, like I always wake up before I I actually own the thing in the dream, right? And um, I th- I think it finally happened. Yeah. And the figure was one that I was pretty excited about. We talked about I think last year. And then a few times this year, it was the MPM 10 2007 Masterpiece Starscream. Right. And um, we had seen rumors that it was going to clearance to 70% off. Uh, And we knew that there was one store in town that had at least three of them that same day. Right. And I was going out of town uh, to a small town and um, I was driving and and I... sent Dean well actually I called Dean and I was like hey um I know it's kind of a pain but if you're able to hop on over to this target uh I've heard that they're at least 50% off but they could be up to 80% off of the retail price and you were nice enough to uh call in some favors and get it done yeah and and we had it in hand right on my way out of this small town I was like, let me just stop by this Target. And sure enough, they had six of them at 80% off. Uh, It's basically like $45 for like a $150 toy. Yeah. And um, I had picked up a few of them, um, took some people up. and, and, And it was crazy because, Dean, we hung out yesterday. And we'll talk about that later in the show. Um. But you had kept the receipt of the $80 one, yeah. right? And I called the target that was on the receipt, and they gave me a huge hassle about it. They're like, no, like, we don't match clearance. Like, that's kind of sketchy. Like, you know, you already got a good deal on it. Like, we're not going to price match it, even though it's very clearly in their uh, store policies that they do that. You have 10 days, or I think it's seven or 10 days, right? Yeah. And I was kind of bummed and eventually I was just decided like, I'm just going to return it. Cause like, you know, I could just find it at another store for 40 if I really wanted another yeah, one. Yeah. Or come back in a day or two and they mark it down. Yeah. So I was at target today. Uh, one of my clients had a dental appointment and I was like, I need to kill two hours. So I went to target and, um, the guest services counter was empty for a while. And, uh, I was like, you know, I'm just going to ask the lady at the counter, like, what's up? You know, if that's true or if they can they can do it. And so the lady, her name was Sophie. Super nice. She was like, yeah. She's like, I don't know why that lady gave you so much trouble. Like, it's basically all we do is return it. And then you just rebuy it right there. And then you just get the difference. And she's like, it, it's really not a big deal. And I was like, well, how long would you be here for? Because you know, I can go back and go home and get the receipt and the package and bring it back. And I guess her manager overheard our conversation and he's like, which target gave you all the hassle? And I told them and he's like, you know what? He's like, just, you know, they're kind of dicks over there. He's like, let's just, uh, if you can get a picture of the receipt, like we'll take your word for it and we'll just oh, give you the difference in cash right now. Didn't I send you a picture of the receipt? And, and yeah, so it ended up working out really well. And, and I basically got like 40 bucks back 
like on the spot. Nice. Uh, and so I got to just give a big shout out to uh, that target. I mean, they just, they really hooked it up and uh, I mean, it's a great figure. Uh, you know, it's definitely something that I was really tempted to pay, you know, the full retail price at, but to get it at an 80% clearance is a no brainer for me. Uh, one other thing I got this week, Dean, uh, Manny hooked it up was the wicked cool toys master chief and holy jesus dean yeah this is the real deal i've owned probably five or six master chief figures in my life in my life from joyride from mcfarlane um who was it that made the last mattel i think yeah i have the mattel one right here <clears throat> dean i have never in my life had a master chief that is anywhere near as good as this one this thing is fucking bananas and you I, have to check it out yesterday yeah i actually really love the mattel one um i just wish he was a little bigger which that one that you have solves yeah um this one also had that weird gimmick where the armor comes off i don't know why that literally never happens yeah um so some of this does feel kind of flimsy but like that the figure that you have is like i mean it's fantastic otherworldly right? good now i did have a qc issue with mine and i talked to wicked cool toys already they're going to sort me a replacement uh part the uh the figure was actually missing the pistol out of the box yeah and fortunately manny took a picture at the store and you could very very clearly see the pistol was missing yeah. and so they're like you know we're we're getting replacements right now from from the factories overseas as, as the second we get a pistol that will send you a new one uh really quick customer service like within an hour they were like you know we're good to go wow and now, so go ahead oh for the people listening because i was under the assumption that Jazzware is making this but it's labeled as wicked cool toys yes and i think you and i figured out what the deal was so yeah i think wicked cool toys bought Jazzwares. okay because th- wicked think- cool is the people that were doing the pokemon well, they do Pokemon. They do like Barbie. Like, I mean, they have a ton of different brands. Like, I mean, they make, you know, dozens of different things, right? Okay. Pokemon was just a small, a small a license that they picked up amongst many. And so, uh, I mean, I have to say, Dean, um, and we, you know, I kind of got some grief from this from, from Dylan, but the under 30 category this year and the best under one be is dude. bananas this year. Yeah. I mean, if you would have told me that. In 2020, we get the best Iron Giant, the best Master Chief, and the best Space Marine from uh, Warhammer 40,000. And Luke Skywalker. And Luke Skywalker under 30 bucks. I would have, I would have called you a madman, Dean. But yeah. that is the case. And by the way, I've seen the reviews of the McFarlane uh, Space Marine. Yeah, and it looks fantastic. And that, and that's. <sighs> Isn't there another Space Marine coming out? A figure uh, or something? Well, it's a Bandai, but that one is really bad, I think. Oh, From okay. It's really bad. Um, yeah, dude, the fucking... The under $30 line is going to be insane because we got... Um, uh, my personal favorite is the Doom Slayer. Um, yeah. The Spawn. Not the Kickstarter one, but the other one. Mm. Um. The, all the ones you just mentioned uh, and there's still figures to come out so yeah dude and 
it's I think that's probably going to be the most exciting uh, um, category. Yeah, I think so too. Real quick, let me catch on catch up on some comments. Danny Lee says, "Such a sweet angel, Dean without wheels, still answers the call for Starscream." Eddie says, "I make a burger where I put spicy chicken in the middle of two meats and two American cheeses with barbecue sauce, four pickles, and three onion rings." Eddie, send the address. All right, send the address. No send the shit. Like, we're like we're down. <laughs> we'll get to the drive through and order the Eddie. Hell yeah, my guy. Uh, but yeah, Dean, like literal insane pickups. And I mean, I really think the masterpiece Starscream is a potential nominee for best uh, non-traditional scale figure. It's it's a really nice figure. Nice. Enough about the things that we got this week, Dean. We have some news to talk about. And we're starting with the site, uh, Hot Toys Darth Maul yeah. from Rebels coming in at $260 releasing October to December 2021. I don't like this figure no bicep swivel uh single jointed elbow lots of pleather i do like the mechanical legs i will say that uh but really you know outside of maybe the gimmicky box i'm well, not he's so expensive because <sighs> after tax and shipping that's almost 300 dollars. yeah tax will put it at 280 and then shipping will be like 20 bucks so that's fucking dumb i would never i wouldn't pay a hundred dollars for darth maul um i don't know i just hate the character but what makes it so i mean the box has to be something other than cardboard if they're charging that much right and is this uh well, no this one has the uh the the they don't call it the purrs anymore but it's like the single eye rolling system oh cool i think that could add to the cost um how does that work uh to the neck maybe yeah, because remember the Darth, at least for the DX, I mean, I don't know about this one in particular, but the Darth Mold DX, remember there's a magnet so that way you can access the different uh, oh. things in the head. I, I'm not a huge fan. I mean, Dean, you and I have talked at length about this character, and I'm not the biggest fan. I know you're not the biggest fan. Uh, but I will say if you're a Rebels character or if you're a fan of this character, wait, if you're a Rebels fan or a fan of this character, I think... Yeah. I mean, I think the fact that they're getting this deep into this line already, I mean, it's been, what, like three months since they... Uh, they don't have a choice. <laughs> they really don't have a choice. No one wants sequel trilogy figures. Well, they got the Mando. They've done almost all of the original trilogy figures they could do, minus... Uh, C3, Hoth. Bespin Han. Yeah, Hoth, 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 Luke, and Han, and Bespin Han, and C-3PO, which I don't know why they haven't announced yet. Yeah. Um, and any Mando figure that they are going to make is too far out. Yeah. Right? So it's like they they don't have a choice other than to start hitting Clone Wars. Uh, I would it's say also I do smart. Like, People love Clone Wars. I do like the lead time on this, October to December 2021. That's only a year away. You yeah, know, that's not bad. At some point, we've been getting two yeah, years I just, away. I just checked my uh, Cody pre-order, and it was I did it over a year ago. <laughs> Yeah, so that's not too bad. And Dean, this was something that really tickled your fancy, the Coruscant Guard, which I think, Dean, yeah. one, it goes well with with uh, the Clone Wars stuff, right? It goes well with the old sideshow clones. But two, wouldn't it be neat, Dean, if they gave us an episode three pulps? Wouldn't it be cool? Yeah, dude. I you think I think this figure high. is very versatile. Very. And you could put them with Vader. That because is true. Vader fucking runs with them uh, in the comics after he becomes. That uh, is actually very fucking true. Yeah, because he runs with Fox in the comics. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, and he fucking kills him. Uh, oh. Yeah, this is a dope figure. Um, I could see myself picking one up. I mean, ideally, I'd get two, but... <laughs> 220 not bad for a regular trooper pretty good um i also just think like there's a lot of clones coming out yeah um i don't think the market will get flooded but there's already clones a lot of clones out there currently yeah i mean i've seen cody side by side with the new one and the sideshow it's it is a nicer figure, but it's not like leaps and bounds better. Uh I think they did the the armor better in terms of staying where it's supposed to, and the size of the helmet is better. Yeah, but I think you could probably display one of these in a in a shelf with multiple figures alongside no, one, and they would blend fairly well. Yeah. I'm saying because the like, thing is when you when you rock multiple hot toys of the same trooper, the weathering hot toys is really consistent with the weathering, and so you'll have the exact same scuff, you know, on the right rib and the exact same scuff on the left, uh, you know, forehead area. Uh, I think it would be, you know, especially if you could get one of the original ones for you know maybe 150 bucks. Yeah, I don't think that's a bad idea. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're not that much better that you can't fit them on the shelf with sideshow. So, yeah. like, I just feel like eventually we're gonna have a lot of clones floating around in the in the in the groups. Well, I think you've already seen that with some of these releases, not necessarily with clones, but for example, uh, Rogue Leader Luke. People are trying to get rid of him just a little bit above original retail, which is already pretty high. I think it was like two seventy, and they can't get rid of that figure. Whereas, you know, six months ago, uh, six months ago, I mean, you couldn't touch that figure for like less than seven eight hundred bucks. So we're definitely starting to see the market uh, be influenced by that. Uh, this was a bit of a shocker, but it's a final season Arya Stark from 3-0. No, no news on pricing. No news on... Uh, really, it was just a photo and a Facebook group. Uh, but I think this looks good. I think I think it looks like it has the sculpted hair on the top and maybe rooted, quote-unquote, on the back. I need this, bro. Yeah, because you passed up you pass up the first Aria, right? Yeah. I mean, she would go with my hounds, but Aria is... Dude, I fucking love Aria, dude. Um, yeah. She's a fucking bad... She's, I think she's one of the... Easily one of the coolest and most interesting characters on that show. Yeah. She's got a really interesting story arc. Um, and a fucking kill list longer than literally anybody else on that show. Um, it's like a like, COVID-19 Republican list right now. <laughs> dude, like, <laughs> he just knocking them down left and right, dude. Mark uh, says, sorry, I'm late. Won't happen again. Mark, tisk tisk, but it's good to have Mark, you, my friend. Dude, my Mark, guy. Kick you out of the Zoom call. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it looks great. I'm definitely looking forward to seeing more. And at this point, we have no pre order information, but uh, as soon as we hear anything, we'll definitely keep you guys posted. I'm hit up, uh, Rick Sollers and get one under, yeah. So, Sideshow put up their ghost face. This is coming in at $210, releasing Q1 2021. Uh, I really like the fact that you get two knives, one bloodied, one clean. Uh, but otherwise, it looks like a pretty bare-bones figure, and I got to say it's a pretty good price because 
you know, Dean, we've seen some sideshow figures come in, you know, very basic bare bones figures, you know, right out the gate, 265, 270. And uh, I mean, 210, right? I mean, that's a fantastic price. Uh, I think Manny's pretty excited about this. I know they tease several different horror icon figures. And I think if they're going to nail these figures at those price points, I think that this line could be extremely successful. What are you thinking? Dude, there's a lot of horror fans, and there's just like not enough figures for them. And the um, ones that are out there, Dean, they're like they're like good. customs, right? Here's like all. you have to pay a thousand dollars to get a custom yeah. outfit, a custom knife, a custom mask, and then get it all painted and, and put together. Uh, I think Dean that this has a lot of potential. I'm not the biggest fan of this character, but I think this line has tremendous potential. I think if I remember correctly, it was it was this one, Myers, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it was Leatherface, right? I believe so. Yeah, I think that this is... Um, I don't know is... why they didn't lead with Myers. That seems like the smartest way to go. I have a theory about that, Dean. Now, licensing, I, th I think... This is my theory, right? Okay. I think next year, maybe Sideshow will have the license officially starting next year, and we'll see that pre-order early in the year next year. Hmm. That's just my idea, because Tots still hasn't come out yet, right? I think it it'd be, be wild. It should be coming up very soon, but I think it would be crazy if Tots is releasing theirs like in a week and then Sideshow had already put their stuff for pre-order. Yeah. It could be that they're waiting on Tots to release, or it could be, you know, a number of different reasons. But that uh, is my tinfoil just like to me, it seems like, hey, let's test the water to see if people really want these figures. And then they lead with like the least popular of the three. Mm -hmm. I mean Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think Scream is like one of the greatest horror movies of all time. Maybe the most like one of the most iconic bad guys, like that mask is so like everybody knows that mask. But I'm talking like Halloween, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like those movies will live in fucking infamy for the rest of time. I don't, I wouldn't put Scream in that category. I just wouldn't. Um, again, maybe I'm wrong, but it's just like, why don't you leave with Leatherface? There's no Leatherface like on the market. Not quite like that, anyway. Yeah. Manny, uh, Mario says Scream is overrated. Uh, Papa says, or they can release a pre order on Halloween. That would be, that'd be interesting. That would be cool. Uh, yeah, this just seemed odd. I mean, I get it. And I'm glad it's out there because, you know, there could be some guy that just really wants this figure. Um, so kudos for that guy. Um, I just think it was just like a weird choice to lead with because they teased three of them and then they came out with like the not the hard hitter. You know what I mean? I mean, it could be any number of reasons, right? I'm you're right. I'm I mean, not sure. They have <laughs> all kinds of rules. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, next up, Dean, uh, this was uh, by SoSo Toys. It is a Nightwing. They posted this last night on their Facebook page. And uh, I mean, I don't know that much about this character, but this looks fantastic. Like the fit, the armor, the paint. I'm is there a cloth suit under the armor. Yes. That's or not, maybe a plastic suit. Yeah, it almost it reminds me of like the uh what is it, the tactical suit Batman from Justice League where it's like the the yeah. or even the armored Batman suit. 
Uh, I think this looks good. I'm definitely gonna have to keep an eye on this. Danny Lee says Nightwing is first Robin. Yeah, this looks really I like this. And we'll keep you guys updated on this one, but right now all we have is the one photo. Yeah, um, I have no idea who or what that is, but it looks good. Game Toys released uh, some photos of their six scale Hardy Day didn't tell me about the Hardy Daytrona is what they're calling it. Hardy Daytona. It says Daytrona. Oh, it says Dayrona actually. No, I'm just kidding. Hmm. Daytrona. I guess uh, they called it. Oh, I guess this isn't a uh, probably to avoid. It's like a non-licensed thing. Because yeah. the Hardy Daytona is already a knockoff of Harley Davidson. Yeah, I love it. Uh, <laughs> and this looks to be a new cloud as well. So it looks like they're releasing the bike as its own thing, and then you could also buy it with the bike and the cloud. Uh, oh. Dean, you you reacted to this live during yesterday's bonus recording, and you seem pretty excited. Yeah, man. I dude, Cloud just it's like we, it's Cloud Christmas this year for Dean. Yeah, dude. Everything's going bad in the world, but we got honestly, good thirty dollar figures, and Dean has all the clouds he could buy. Bro, honestly, I think it's just because of how crappy the year has been. Because Final Fantasy VII, the remake, was delayed. I don't know years. They kept teasing it, kept teasing it, kept teasing it. So finally, it's like, it's coming out in like whatever month it was going to come out. Well, then the Rona hit. So then it was like, oh, we're going to push it back another month. And then when we got to that, the actual release day, you couldn't go into GameStops. And everyone was like, how are we going to get our game? Like they weren't really sure how they were going to do it. So I wasn't even like concerned with like, oh, people are gonna start merchandising shit from this game. I'm just concerned about getting the damn game. So like when when figure companies start making things, I'm still like so surprised because I just, I wasn't even like considering that being a possibility. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, it's super popular. People love it, and people want to capitalize on that and sell products for it. Uh License or not, um, you know, they don't care. So they're going to make a product, right? Yeah. I'm all for it. I mean, he's my favorite character, so um, I'll get whichever and however many figures they come out. Yeah. I, I think I'm really happy for you, Dean. I'm really happy for you. Yeah, thanks. Sean Fear says, hit those thumbs up, guys. Yeah, definitely if you're watching live, if you like the content, hit those thumbs up. Always yeah, nice Sean, to see. Sean's page and give him a, a like and thumbs up. Yeah. I'll, I'll hit- Dean, uh, the Starscream 3.0 MP52. Uh, now, these pictures are awful quality, right? But these yeah. are the only pictures that, that these websites have access to. I think they're just low-quality crops from like a, maybe a catalog or something because literally TF Source... Uh, like maybe five or six different transformer websites you can pre-order on all have the same quality of image, but the Starscream is going up for pre-order and the price that they have it at is two seventy five, releasing June, 2021, a big kick in the balls for me personally. I mean, that's a huge, huge cost. If you think about it, this is probably an 11 inch tall Starscream, right? The masterpiece MPM 10 retailed for one fifty. Uh, the fact that this is a very, probably even a more simple figure, almost twice that retail. Uh, I mean, I think that's the, the you know, Transformers G1 tax, right? Like you pay more because it's that more classic look. Yeah. But uh, Danny says this may also be digitally colored as well. But 
kind of lame for the price. I mean, I have the Make Toys Meteor. I think it's probably one of the best Transformers that I've ever owned. Yeah, um, sick. And so I'm not in a huge rush to upgrade to this, especially at that cost. Uh, but this is something that I'll keep an eye on. And, you know, if it ends up being great, that's, you know, maybe I'll make a run at it. But at this point, I'm just going to chill. Maybe it'll go to 80% off at Target again next year. That'd be that'd be fantastic. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, it doesn't. I mean, just looking at Is this the one we saw the other day where they had that Gearwalk picture? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This honestly doesn't look like an upgrade from what you have. Um. Like the engineering in the leg alone on yours is very intricate, and like you have him on a, on a pose where he's like, it's a very dynamic pose. And I don't just looking at this one, I don't think you could achieve that same pose. Oh, dude, this pose is like crazy. his ankle is that like a really steep angle? Yeah, like I don't know. This one just looks so boring i guess maybe but i mean that's the g1 look i guess um i don't know it's beautiful i think it's you're better beautiful. off just keeping the one you got especially at that price that's insane it's a pretty penny dean especially since we just got star screen for like four that's more expensive than the chagokin vf figures yeah that is true that, like is, 180. that is and very those, like, true frames and shit yeah uh, let's get into released figures now. The uh, comic suit Iron Spider, we'll blow through these. The comic book Iron Spider did get released in Hong Kong. I think it looks really good. Uh, some people were saying the uh, uh, the suit material is, um, you know, it's that material that we know and love. Uh, I still do really like the fact that the knees are um, actual joints. And these claws are massive. I've seen photos of people comparing the claws next to the, um, what is it? The uh, Infinity War MCU Iron Spider. And these are like 40% bigger. I mean, they're massive. I think this looks great. I I was like, are these the same arms or do they sculpt new ones? I was like, no, these are definitely new, man. (laughs) They're huge. Yeah, this is insane. Um, I think it looks great. I, I personally wouldn't pick this up, but I think it looks fucking cool. Yeah, I think it looks fantastic. And I, I will say, Dean, next to the Rogue One Star Wars line, I have to say, I think this PS4 Spider-Man line is probably one of the best lines that Hot Toys has ever done, in my opinion. For better or worse, like, there's some figures that are a little niche, a little, like, you know, I, I'm not a big fan of the negative suit, but, you know, with the classic suit, the uh, the Mark IV, the advanced suit, Scarlet Spider-Man, um, $20.99. Yeah, I mean, it's it's... It's really rounding out to be a really nice line that I think a lot of people really enjoy. Yeah. Commander Cody was also released. Dean, I think this has figure of the year potential. I mean, oh. it's a great year for six scale too, right? I mean, we got some good stuff this year, uh, but this figure in particular, I mean, I really, I think some people said the swap out arm is kind of a hassle. It doesn't plug in very well, but outside of that, I mean, I'm pretty impressed by what I've seen. What are your thoughts, Dean? I cannot freaking wait. I mean, again, arguably, it's a better figure than the sideshow. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say it's like, you know, if if you're content with yours, 
and you're like, oh, I don't really want to spend another two hundred fifty or two hundred eighty dollars, whatever it is, because it's I think it's two forty and then shipping and tax. So, um, I think you'd be fine with just the sideshow one. Cody just happens to be my favorite clone, so I want to have a phase one, which I can achieve with the sideshow, and then this one. Yeah. Um. So I don't mind upgrading, but if if you have the sideshow one and you're like, oh, I think it's pretty good. It is. It's really good, actually. Um, so I don't think you need to bend over backwards to get this. But <laughs> if you don't have any clones and you're kind of like, should I get a clone? I think you should pick this up. This is going to be insane. Yeah. I mean, the weathering looks fantastic. But what's yeah. crazy, though, is even just like, you know, maybe a month ago, maybe about 45 days ago. People were still selling Cody, the Sancho one, at like 250 300 bucks. That yeah. blows my mind. And I that mean, just goes to show what you're saying, Dean. It's like they're not that bad. They're really they're not. aged well. Especially uh, some of those later ones, like the Arc uh, Echo and Fives. You know, yeah. Hot Toys doesn't touch those. Those bad boys are going to be um, penny. Yeah, because, dude, Sideshow back in the day packed those boxes full of shit. Guns, feet, hands, base, heads, helmets. The boiling waxer, they gave you a whole ass fucking figure. Like um the Numa. I mean it's yeah. like literally like a seven, eight inch tall accessory, right? Um that's the only dude the the accessories for Cody are like really not great. Um for this Cody or the yeah. sideshow one? Like he comes with the head sculpt, which is great, but he comes with like an a weird number of hands. He doesn't come with any fists, which is I love displaying my figure with fists. Um, mm. so that's kind of weird, but I mean, it's Cody. He's supposed to be like in war, so it's whatever. Yeah, that is a little weird, Dean. Um, but and then he comes with the light up arm, and then a bunch of like little um characters for that. There's like Yoda, yeah, be one and. Someone else, someone else, I forget who. Um, so it's like, but then that's it. It's like, he, you could have put an Obi Wan saber in there, that would have been cool. Um, mm-hmm. but they didn't do that. Um, a phase one helmet would have been cool. I mean, I get it, but also at the same time, it's like, but <sighs> I don't know. For the price, it's it seems like there's not enough accessories. Yeah, but you and I both know that um, Hot Toys is the kind of company that if there's an option to give you everything in one box or an option to sell you two figures, and I, and I, and I will say, obviously, the 501st, they, they really pack that full of stuff, right? But that's a, uh, a troop-building figure. Typically with characters like with Andor Luke, actual named characters, I mean, they will milk that for as much as they can right you know there was regular luke from return of the jedi then andor luke and then this andor luke deluxe uh i could definitely see them going back and making a clone wars uh first season uh captain uh rex and commander cody that's true you're 100 right because this is episode three cody this isn't clone wars so yeah oh fernando Cody's story after Order 66 is pretty interesting. I could tell. Canon or? Yeah. Oh, I don't know if it's canon anymore. Yeah. 
essentially Mark. he stays with the Empire, um, and he trains stormtroopers on uh, uh, what planet are they from? The clones, Camino, Camino. At the Camino facility, he trains stormtroopers, but they're not clones, so he's like fucking depressed because they suck. I remember that from something. <laughs> yeah, and the the rebels attack Camino, and he goes MIA. He just vanishes. Nobody knows. He's just, everyone's like, he probably just killed himself and threw himself That's in the horrible. Ocean. Uh, Mark says Justin did a side by side of Sidetron Hot Toys. A head sculpt comparison is crazy. Yeah, that's it, the difference it, that ten years makes, right? Okay, because I remember vividly thinking, like, holy shit, this head sculpt is great. They did a really good job on Cody. And then I saw the side by side. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> what am I looking at? <laughs> It's, it's, it really is a night and day comparison on the scopes. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, this is a rumored release uh, from the guy that's been calling all of these releases, JLab Studio, the Toy Fair exclusive Thor Ragnarok, Stan Lee, and Venipool. These are supposed to be coming out in the next few weeks. Uh, so definitely check out uh, those. And if you have them on order from one of the overseas sellers, they'll probably be coming out soon. Uh, Ninja Squirrel says, for me, without a sideshow, Cody, I'm all in on this. And at retail, him and Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan straight up great prequel display. Yeah. Uh, Mario says, didn't Vader kill Cody or am I thinking of Fox? You are thinking That's of Fox, Fox, my friend. He throws also, yeah. uh, yeah, imminent arrival, the incinerator stormtrooper. Um, nice. you know, it's going to be coming to sideshow here very soon. So Guys. you have that on order. It's going to be shipping soon. Okay, Hot Toys fucking knocks troopers out of the park. So if you're ever on the fence about getting a trooper, just get it. Uh, they also seem to maintain their value pretty well. Um, uh-huh. So if if you want this figure, if you're kind of thinking about it, just get it. Um, yeah. I personally, I don't, I have two of my ideal <laughs> troopers, right? A New Hope. So I don't really see myself picking this up, but I mean, if you want a trooper on the shelf, you like the Mando, this is cool. Yeah, Eddie says there's a mortar trooper incoming. Yeah, there was some leaks there from, uh, I think from Mandalorian season two. Uh, no. Dean, the Spartan collection figures were released by uh, Wicked Cool Toys. This is uh, three of the first wave. There's also a red Spartan. So you got Cat and then a Mark V Spartan and then Master Chief. And they're also releasing a, th- they're calling it a four inch scale line. Um, it has the Jackal, a Brute, Master Chief, a White Spartan. I saw this guy today. They called him the Pilot, but I don't remember where he's from. I think it's from Halo 5, but I could be wrong. No, I and think a, that's the Halo Infinite trailer. Oh, okay. And then I think it's a UNSC Grunt, if I remember correctly. Uh, mm. These all look really good. And and to be honest, the Jackal, I was like, could this work with the Master Chief? But no, apparently Jackals are pretty tall. They're like six foot two. Yeah, so. they're punched. Over. Yeah, so it would not have scaled well with this guy, but just occurred to me, dude. What we're gonna be getting an arbiter eventually. Well, and the arbiter is fucking awesome. I hope we do. And I think <laughs> in this foreign scale line, I, we talked about this a while ago, Dean. But in this foreign scale line, they're also giving us a gold elite eventually. So nice. if you see that, pick it up for me because yeah. I think I mentioned on the show, but I really want a figure of that. Dean, it's that time of the show. Yeah, what the scrapyard, Annie? <laughs> it's beautiful. I don't know 
White people like those so much. We want to thank our friends over at Wado Scrapyard for sponsoring this week's episode. You can find them on Instagram, Facebook, and eBay on under Wado Scrapyard. They make 3D printed parts for hard-to-come-by Kenner and Hasbro vehicles, as well as resin-printed head sculpts of hundreds and hundreds of different characters from Star Wars and other universes. Uh, if you don't see a character you like on their Instagram or their whole resume <laughs> yeah send him a message he'll get it designed printed and shipped to your door for a pretty pretty reasonable fee um i can't recommend i dude i recommend wattos so much dude it's so easy it's really hassle-free send him like as many picture reference pictures as you can and you'll have a figure head sculpt in your hands in like a week <laughs> and people's like i don't want to paint I, like, I hate you <laughs> that's oh, my grind dean well let's talk my grinds my gears oh, sideshow my. new york con this october 6th to october 11th i will say this dean they don't have to give us codes right like i understand i understand that 100 percent, right but the codes, they're not necessarily something that they're doing out of the kindness of their heart, right? Right. Because like, they want you to have money. Yeah. Like you get, you know, maybe $60 a year, and that might entice someone to make a, a pre order for a $400 figure, a $600 statue, a $1,000 statue. You know, it's all, it's all something that they get a return on that investment. And Dean, you have to think there's probably people that never, make a purchase right so it's like you know some people are claiming the rewards but they might not actually be spending it yeah i and i get that they don't have to give us codes uh in a, for a while it was good right they would give us a lot of dollars per event um lately it seems like the number of people that have been trying to get the codes and i think that's certainly a fault of us as a community it's mm -hmm. been too many and we've been crashing the site and we talked about this I think at SDCC this year, but you know, it's like they, I assume like when you have a website, like the traffic that you pay to maintain, like if you get a big jolt, like it can crash almost any server. And we've certainly seen that, but this time uh, they have implemented a, it's almost like when you buy tickets for like a concert, it's like a, a digital queue. Uh -huh. And instead of, um, instead of, you know, just the server crashing, this barrier prevents you from actually entering the website until your turn is up. Uh, last Sunday, they dropped a test code for $2 and my wait time was 20 minutes. And as soon as the 20 minutes was up, I went to the website and tried to enter my code and it said the codes were all used up because it was only a thousand could enter, uh, which was really annoying. Um, but this is the way that it's going to be, I think, going forward. And I wanted to hear your thoughts about it. It's super annoying, dude. I got in in under a minute, and I still didn't get the code. It was like usage limit reached. Not only that, but there was a time, Dean, today you were browsing the website for some news I for the show. On Sideshow's website, logged in. To my account, because like I said, I was looking at my pre-orders. I wanted to make sure I didn't misremember pre-ordering Cody 
I was on my fucking sideshow account. I get the code. I click rewards. I input the code. I hit enter. It kicked me back out into the <clears throat> into the queue. And then by the time I made it back, which was still, I would probably say maybe 40 seconds. Yeah. The code was no good. It's like, okay. Um, I don't get it, dude. I just, I don't get it. <laughs> and I, and of course, like, I just want to reiterate, they don't have to give us codes. I'm not being a code Karen. Right. But I just don't really know. I just don't know what is a good way to do it. Like I've heard some people say, like you should just log in and spin a wheel, and maybe you get a dollar code, maybe you get a three dollar code, maybe you get nothing. Yeah. You know, I don't know if that's a better way to do it, but right, this is kind of frustrating, right? It's it's. I I mean I I don't know what else you could do. I mean I almost prefer the way it used to be. Yeah. Because there was, dude, there were times where I would like, hey, I know a code's going to come out in an hour or two. I would have my sideshow open. The code would come in. I'd input it. I'd hit enter. The website has now registered that I entered the code. And even if it errored out when I would load back in, the code would be there. Yeah. I would have already gotten the code. So... I mean, I I mean that works if you're on top of it, but um, yeah, I don't know. I think maybe the community shot themselves in the foot over here. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't Sean, know. I, Sean says nothing is wrong with how they used to do it. I agree. Yeah. At any at any rate, you know that this is what they're doing. I mean, we can't we can voice our opinion, and that's about as much as we can do. You know, if they decide to keep it this way. Um, Dean, this happened earlier. This was actually what we were talking about in our cold open. It totally went over your head. I was like, what the hell are you even talking about? Save my memes. Please tell me you have them on here because they were good. No, I don't. Oh, um, dude, you, you didn't put them in the show sheet chat, Dean. There's a show sheet chat. If you don't put them in there, it doesn't make them That We'll save them for After Dark because I want to actually play the clip and I can't play the clip now. Okay. Anyways, during Sideshow's Unsealed and Revealed, uh, which is a live program, uh, and, and I want to say this, <clears throat> this is funny what happened, but in a live show, shit happens, right? With that being said, anytime you're doing a live show, if something's wrong, you know, cause this live show isn't just this guy in one room by himself, it's like right? a whole crew. It's a whole crew. There's a camera guy. There's two camera angles. There's another lady that's reading comments. There's a guy that's reading like promotions and stuff. And of course the guy handling the figure. When yeah, things go wrong, there has to be a process, right? Like, for example, if you watch our show and you ever see this happen, that means I fucked up somewhere on the slides and privately behind the scenes, I'm like fixing it. Yeah. Or if he solo cams me and asks me a question like, what are your thoughts? And it's just me. He's doing something. Yeah. It usually means I goofed, I gaffed, etc. But the fact that they hung it on this cut for so long was awful now i will say this i think that this guy whose name is actually guy was manhandling the shit out of this figure but the fact that he broke this shoulder and the other shoulder was on the verge of separating after no less than like maybe four or five arm changes in an hour 
is shocking because I think this figure is shipping. I think they said uh, November, October to November, which we're in October now. Even like a, I thought this was like a prototype. Like, look what we're gonna come out with. Well, no, no, it could. This could be a prototype. I don't know if this is an actual production piece, but the fact that it broke and they just kept it, and then people in the comments were like, "Oh, is the shoulder split?" And they're like, "Oh no, it doesn't have a shoulder split articulation." And then it people just. No, it's broken. You broke it. And, and then he's like, like, no, it's, it's the, not broken. To the wrong side. He's like, look, the shoulder is fine. It's not broken. I'm like, but my it's God. Like, it's the side that you broke. Yeah. It was so embarrassing, dude. And it's like the audience saw it. Shit happens. Own up to it. I will I say mean, the best part, though, was when the dude flipped it to the other side, you could see him pushing a lot of force this way, trying to force that shoulder back into alignment. Yeah. Cause <laughs> it's like, if the shoulder wasn't split, you would be plugging in the arm, not pushing inwards on the dude. It's so funny, dude. Oh my God. They, um, they keep, keep the bit going. They fucking goofed. And I made a really funny meme because it's like you're blaming the audience for, for your mistake. Like, uh, if it was broken, <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you were like shoulder gate. And I was like, oh, fucking Nixon. I am not a split. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's like you're you're gaslighting the audience. Like, <laughs> Yeah, keep 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 the bit going. I'm trying to find something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did this one too. What have I split? <laughs> um, yeah, and it's like, guys, this arm would fall off if it was broken. It's clearly not broken, but it's like, but you're not showing the correct side. Yeah, and it, it's just like so painfully obvious that, and it, you made a point earlier. If this wasn't a uh prototype or it is like maybe a final production figure they should have had another one on standby yes uh, i think that's just smart in general but it's like if you're showcasing this stuff and it breaks flip the camera to someone else replace it swap it out real quick and go about your business mm-hmm. you can pretend it didn't happen but you should be prepared to pretend it didn't happen, not correct. Keep it on the screen broken, and then tell people they're wrong when they're clearly not. And it's like, guys, you know, you can just rewind the video and watch you break it. Yeah, hang on one second. I'm trying to. I'm, this is the first time I ever had dual screens. So I'm trying to Ooh, to fix figure this out. Anything. All right, Dean, check this out right here. Yeah. Let's see. I can't hear it, but oh, time out, time out. The right shoulder broke. Yeah, no, it seems like uh, I I have been told that some people might believe Can you hear that, that no? the shoulder, the right shoulder broke. That is not the case. No, no need to be worried. <laughs> His arm would fall off if uh, if not. <laughs> Look at this dude. Oh, that's what you get for stealing my catchphrase, guy. <laughs> I'll be watching this. Oh, boy. 
goodbye. I'm just kidding. Wow. <laughs> get fired over that, but, uh, yeah, it's like, dude, like, I mean, I think everyone here kind of understands what six scale collecting is. These aren't Hasbro figures you could throw across the lawn. They're yeah. delicate. Now, you don't have to be like fucking all dainty and shit. Mm-hmm. But like that dude was manhandling that figure, getting those arms in there. Yeah. I'm not shocked that it <laughs> cracked. Well, not head. not only not only was was that happening, but when he was putting them in there, he was twisting them. He was creating a lot of like uh, like you know what I mean. Like you, it's a keyed entry. You can't put it in there and then twist it. There's not. It's not like a regular bicep that you can you can do that to. <laughs> Sean says, "Do your homework. It's not broken. It's a new niche type of joint." <laughs> My God, dude. Uh, anyways, Danny says he started to fluster. Like when I get called out for being imposter, <laughs> dude. This is a meme that Eric made. Show me the real virtual con, and it's the dude stretching with the jorts. I said the real virtual con, and it's King Zach. Dude, yeah, it's hilarious. Oh man, Dean, we have fun. We we goof, we gaff, we laugh. We have. Yeah, I, I show my Thanos meme. That one was my favorite. Oh, well, well, you know. Wasn't in the show sheet, so. Uh, Sideshow Con, uh, they showed the uh, uh, two sizes, two small, short, and shorts combo Luke Skywalker. It's like Luke trying to fit into his prom dress. <laughs> That's like me trying to fit into my clothing in the morning. <laughs> yeah. This not, is, a, not a this fan. Not a fan. It's the, the box <laughs> oh my God, I talk about. This is me after I get Eddie's crazy-ass burger combo. Anyways, uh, I mean, they did change the hairpiece, right? And they are they did say, I think it's on October 8th, they're doing a big reveal, uh-huh. quote-unquote. I mean, we all know the last big reveal went, but uh, I, I think it'll be interesting to see what that is. Some people were commenting about the height difference here between Lando and Luke. I think it's a perspective thing, though. Lando is taller than... Yeah, I think he's on a riser closer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Um, Mark says, my DX07 looks better than that. I do love the hairpiece, though. Yeah. So, um, this is the only thing I have to say about this figure. Um, it's a tired sculpt. I never liked the sculpt when it did come out. I I never bought Jedi Luke, any of them. Yeah. Uh, and they used it again for the the deluxe. Then they used it again for the snow speeder. Now they're using it again for Bespin. Um, yeah, I don't. This is a cool figure if. You just started collecting yesterday and you don't want to spend a bunch of money on a DX07. And this is your favorite Luke. It's one of the most iconic Lukes out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so for that, someone who missed out on a DX07, this is great. Kudos to you. I'm glad you're, you're getting this figure. That's even if they put it up for pre-order. Yeah. Uh, it's already been teased before and nothing happened, so who knows. Um, but... <laughs> For someone that has a DX07, this is not a, like I wouldn't replace my DX07 with this. Yeah. Um I wouldn't even I'm not going to pick it up at all. Like not even like oh maybe I'll have a third display. I I just don't. I don't need this figure. I'm not going to pick up this figure. But I'm I am glad that people that want yeah. Bastion Luke can get this figure. Yeah. Uh, so this was kind of unfortunate. Um, our friends over at Chronicle Collectibles released a statement this week, 
And I want to preface this statement with, you know, we had them on. Uh, they were super generous with their time. And um, a few weeks ago, they sent us a, a care package. Uh, and it was incredibly nice what they sent us. Yeah. Uh, with all that being said, um, let me look at my notes here. Uh, they had canceled uh, a lot of pre-orders around the 25th of September on a Friday. And um, almost no real news for several days. And eventually Partial.ly, which is the company that Chronicle uses to fulfill a lot of their uh, pre-orders, like their payment plans, had said that the company was um, potentially going... Uh, out of business and and so on october 2nd friday we got this uh this is from clayton everett attorney at law uh our firm represents chronicle collectibles the principal owner clay brown recently met with me to discuss the company's current financial situation so that i may advise a proper course of action as you know this company has had a very solid relationship with its customers over the years and mr brown wishes nothing more than to continue doing business with you in the future However, due to recent unforeseen financial setbacks, which is neither its fault nor in its control, the company cannot meet all its obligations at present. The company needs some breathing room to put it, its financial house in order and is asking for your understanding and support. Specifically, the company is attempting to work with its lenders to modify its long-term debts and seeking special financing to take on new projects with the eye toward improving operating cash flow. In the meantime, the company is asking you to work with us to find a path that will allow us to meet, your oblig meet our obligations to you. We are hopeful that by working together, Chronicle can put on solid footing, can be put on solid footing so we can uh, begin resuming our prior obligations in a short manner of time. We will update you in approximately 30 days with the status of our progress. Now, I will say, um, you know, obviously we wish the best with, with whatever happens. You know, it's not it's not fun when a company potentially goes out of business. It's not fun when when product is canceled, especially product that people have been waiting years for. And it's not fun when people have to worry about whether they're going to get a refund or not. That's, that's just not fun. Yeah. You know, regardless of who, who or whomever is uh, involved with that being said, I really wish that Chronicle themselves would have put out a statement rather than going through a lawyer. Yeah. Uh, but also I, the way this letter reads, it almost seems like they want to take on more new projects. And they're yeah, asking, to me, they're, that's like, like, hey, like we're gonna. Hopeful. It, it, it doesn't seems say, hopeful, but it's like, you know, if you have a lot of products that haven't come out yet for years, and yeah. it seems like they're wanting to get cash flow by announcing new products, I think you have to finish what you started before you continue. I mean, you're not wrong, right? You're and that's wrong. just my opinion. Of course, you know, we we wish Chronicle the best. Uh, good friends of the show, and I hope they continue to be good friends of the show. Uh, but it is our job to report the news, regardless of of who it's about. And and this was obviously one of the biggest news stories this week. Uh, so we'll keep an eye on it, and I guess in approximately thirty days we'll have an update. And uh, Dean and I will report on it once we get it. Yeah, Dean. Uh, movie news: uh, Jamie Fox is returning as Electro in a potential new Spider-Man film. I love Jamie Foxx. I love Spider-Man. I think it's a fantastic idea. Mm -hmm. What do you think? I think this is more evidence to the Spider-Verse theory. Yes. Not only do they have Jameson from 
the Toby. Now they have Electro from the Garfield. Mm-hmm. So I think this is like just another piece of the puzzle. Um, if they pull it off, it's gonna be insane. I can't wait. I mean, Sony really has to play ball yeah. with, with Spider-Man, and not only Spider-Man, but now three Spider-Man. Yeah. I mean, holy shit, dude! This will be like an unprecedented. But not event. only that, Dean. The MCU Miles Morales is canon in the MCU. His uncle is yeah. uh, in the Homecoming. Yeah, Uncle Aaron, Poor aka Uncle the Aaron. Prowler. R.I.P. Um, well, right, at any rate, I'm I'm excited. Uh, me and too, man. Movers I, and shakers. I feel like this figure is going to start going up. You know, even if it's a different uh, iteration in the MCU, yeah. I think immediately, like in the immediacy, you're going to see this figure go up. In the same way that Keaton Batman went up for a few weeks. Which is hilarious after, because uh, that figure is like dirt cheap. I don't think Keaton people Batman? can get rid of this figure. No, no, no. Electro. Oh, this figure. Yeah. I mean, this figure is like 120 all day. If not less. I think I've seen them like. Now it's like going to be 140. Movers yeah. and shakers, baby. Dean, our movie review of the week is It Follows, picked by Manny the Bank Gonzalez. Manny's picking all of our movies for spooky season 2020. Uh, Dean, it follows. The plot is after a carefree teenager, Jay sleeps with her new boyfriend, Hugh, for the first time. She learns that she is the latest recipient of a fatal curse that is passed from victim to victim via sexual intercourse. Oh, death. Jay learns will creep inexorably toward her as as either a friend or a stranger. Jay's friends don't believe her seemingly paranoid ravings until they too begin to see the phantom assassins and band together to help her flee or defend herself. Now, It follows to spark numerous interpretations from film critics in regard to the source of It and the film symbolism. Critics have interpreted the film as a parabola, parable about HIV slash AIDS or other sexually transmitted infections, and the social perceptions thereof, the sexual revolution and primal anxieties about intimacy. And to be honest, on my first watch and on my second watch, I, I felt before, even before reading this, that this, this was um, what's the word like it, this was about like having an STD, like a, a way of storytelling. Uh-huh. Um, some of the um, reviews, this guy says, I'm not personally that interested in where it comes from. To me, it's dream logic in the sense that they're in a nightmare. And when you're in a nightmare, there's no solving the nightmare, even if you try to solve it. Uh, while Jay opens herself up to the danger through sex, sex is the only way in which she can free herself from that danger. We're all here for a limited amount of time and we can escape our mortality, but love and sex are two ways in which we can at least temporarily push death away. I think it's a pretty good movie. I mean, I, when it came out, Dean, I remember this movie had like, like raves about it. Like it was like glowing reviews. And I think even now not Rotten Tomatoes, it's a 96% rated movie. And um, I mean, I think it's good. I think the imagery is really good. The pool scene with all that red is fantastic. Um, but I, I did really feel, you know, for better or for worse, one way or another, that this really was like a metaphorical take on, on, um, you know, having having something like an STD slash STI. Uh-huh. Uh, Dean, what did you think about it? You watched the movie twice. Well, no, 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 no. I watched the movie like when it came out. 
oh many years ago and then again this week for this because you do the same thing with akira and i was like man you are thorough my guy no 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 no. i mean this this movie didn't have as much to unpack as akira akira i had to watch that movie in fact i think i could have watched it three times and still would have been unpacking things um sometimes i watch akira and i still pick up new shit so you're not wrong um actually Real quick, going back to Star Wars, you watch Star Wars and still pick up new shit. You'll message me all the time, like, "Hey, this doesn't make any sense." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. At, at, at any rate, back to it follows. Yeah, um, I forgot to watch it. <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> oh my god, dude! I almost fainted. <laughs> dude, I completely. <laughs> He quit the show. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I got so busy. <laughs> I forgot. I even I even set a reminder today, and I was like busy cleaning. <laughs> oh, okay, this is a picture of. <laughs> Sniper rifle for Danny Lee. <laughs> oh, oh shit. <laughs> Dude, I feel so bad. I completely I just like lost track of time. What Dude. did you have to do all week? <laughs> I was did nothing all week. I did. I did. We played Among Us like 10 hours. I <laughs> know, <laughs> dude. I I just like Cause I was like, oh, I'll save it for Tuesday. Cause sometimes you do that, so it's fresh. Can, and I, can you? Like can I, you said, I was totally planning on watching it today, and then I just like I, I ran out of time, dude. And I was like, Dean, I would like to request that you apologize to Manny because <laughs> I put a lot of thought into this, and I watched it. And I mean, dude, this is the second time so you've bad. done this. Dean, I'm gonna Dude, quote, I'm gonna no quote. Zach. When the image came up, that's what I remembered. I did. I'm gonna quote one of my favorite vines of all time, Dean. Are you ready for this? I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> Damn it, Richard. <laughs> Oh man, dude! Holy shit! I'm, dude. This second Manny says I, he's not picking any more movies, so now we're on our own. Not that. No, that I, I, I just I messed up. The second you switched to the picture, I was like, oh no! And I was like, should you I couldn't f- have just faked it? <laughs> Fake it? But that's not authentic. That's not what the show's about. You faked it before, Dean. Anyways, anyways. Um, the joy of hobbying. Uh, I'm working on a sniper rifle for Danny. This this was originally like a tan color, and uh, Danny wanted it black for Punisher. And so we're in the process of doing some weathering, adding some metal wear and some plastic wear. And then Dean actually saw this in person. What do you think, Dean? Uh, actually, I, is this? Did you take this picture after I left or before? Yeah, I took this picture like 20 minutes ago. Okay, yeah, it looks fantastic. I could have sworn there was more weathering, but maybe it's just the lighting. Yeah, it could be, but I mean, I um, yeah, it's fantastic, dude. I want to fucking, I want a real sniper rifle so bad. Okay, before we get banned, uh, I'm continuing work with Victoria on the uh, Magneto head sculpt. Still work in progress here, but this is the original on the right, and this is the third party Fossbender sculpt here on the left. Where's the one you sent me? <laughs> You're like, this is the original. 
Oh, the original's awful. I don't even know. So you. bad. Yeah. Yeah. And so I um it's still a work in progress. You know, I don't know if the sculpt is going to be the one that I end up choosing, but it's, I think it's a little bit better. I think the one on the right, and you mentioned it, Dean, uh, when we hung out, Victoria was comparing and contrasting, and the the stock head is almost like a Mexican. It's too too tan. Oh, right? you can't say that. I'm sorry, Latin. It's too tan. <laughs> and uh, yeah, this one is much more narrow. Fassbender has a very narrow face, and the one on the right is a little bit too round. So uh, the work is continuing, and uh, I do like it. Dean, it's that time of the show where we thank the people that keep the show going. Do we have more people? Uh, we added King Louie last week. Man, that list keeps growing. Shout out to Ben Porter, Griffin Campbell, Sean Fear, Ian Seavey, Renee Mendez, Eric Mariscal, Quinn Aguirre, Leo Hernandez, King Louie. Sweet Danny Lee, Dini Martin, Stephen Krepp, Big Old Fern, Jason Nelson, King Zach, Cesar Mariquin, Eric Weas, Mario Cortez, Stephen Purchase, Sean Yahtzee, Scott Bradley, Jesse Contreras, and the Stanleys. Shout out to the Stanleys. Bunch of bunch of angels there. This is our October Patreon package, Dean. We're doing the Creeps R Us Magnet, which I'll show you in a second. The Collecting Weekly Auxiliary. Uh, no, I'm sorry. The Creeps Rust sticker, the auxiliary magnet, and the Live and Let Dice hollow sticker. Uh, you guys have seen the hollow sticker before. And uh, are you all right? You're over there giggling yourself. Dude, and, I was just thinking about um, that looks fantastic, dude. Look at that. That looks crisp. Um, the, uh, the Collecting Weekly Patreon chat on Messenger. Yes. We're having fun today in the chat. I really like. Well, we uh, had fun last night, Dean. We were playing Among Us, and I have not laughed. I, <laughs> I think I honestly laughed as hard yesterday as I did for Leslie Cuts, and that is not. <laughs> oh yeah, your side was hurting, dude. My my ribs cramped up. I had to like step away from the game for like ten minutes. I was I I who did I get? I think I killed Mario. Mario right in front like right when i was stabbing mario in the back dean walked into the room and forgot <laughs> that he could just report the body and screamed on discord voice chat ran all the way to the emergency button and i was, I was like hit the button. <laughs> i just like, killed mario that yeah, shit dude. was so I funny wish on stream dude that was so funny dude everyone was dying laughing it was freaking hilarious even mario says it was hilarious uh, but anyway, so this is our, we're, we're sending out three products. Uh, unfortunately, the auxiliary one, for some reason it is, or the Creeps Rest one, I'm sorry, the sticker is taking a little bit longer to produce. And I think they bumped it back to Monday. So on Monday, uh, everyone's, Monday or Tuesday, whenever it gets delivered, that next day, everything will get shipped out. And everyone's getting three stickers, both tiers. Uh, we're also, Dean, we're working on for November or December, just depending on the time frame, the new this week base sticker, which I think we talked about it yesterday. It's going to be a bonus item for the top tier members yeah. and it's just a sticker you can buy a generic base and place a sticker on there we might sell the bases with the stickers but then we have to deal with buying the base then shipping the base and by that point it's just cheaper for you to just have it shipped to your own door and apply the sticker yourself so yeah. um yeah we're yeah. definitely looking at getting those printed and i think we're dropping off the base to the the sticker shop thursday and they're gonna you know confirm our measurements and do a test print and we'll see how it looks nice I'm very excited, though. What do you think about this Patreon package, Dean? Yeah, I think it's fantastic. Manny did some great artwork there on the creeps and the ox. Uh, dude, I love the font he used, dude. I think it's fantastic. I'm honestly not sure. But uh, we also have... 
like I mentioned here, the Live and Let Dice holographic sticker, and that's in the shape of a D20, which is very cool. So we'll get those out to you guys as soon as possible. Uh, let's look at the tiers. $5 is the lowest tier. gets you the stickers, get access to Ox After Dark, and the Patreon chat. $15, you get a free sculpt painted once per year, a certified crispy certificate, uh, the assistance with a figure fix by myself, and all the benefits of the previous tiers. And occasionally, Dean, every you know every other month or so, we do a, a bonus item for the top tier just to oh. keep them, you know, because they do pay quite a bit more to keep everyone, uh, you know, getting some extra bonus items for supporting us at that rate. Yeah, uh, we have a uh, mailbox if you want to send us goodies to check out. Five eight eight six Days of All Road Suite one zero two, box number two nine two, San Antonio, Texas seven eight two four nine. Dean, it's a we haven't got anything yet, so we're hoping to get some stuff soon. And we have our Facebook group, Collecting Weekly Auxiliary. It is it's a great place. You know, we have fun. It's a tight little community. We 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 roast each other all the time in there, and it's. It's it's fun, you know. There's a lot of drama in some of these bigger groups, and uh, you know, we we try to nip that in the bud whenever we see it. But uh, yeah. it's definitely definitely a great um, definitely a great group. Uh, we also have T Public T Public slash Collecting Weekly. Uh, you can find some shirts there from us. We have plenty of designs. Yeah, yeah, I think. I think we could, uh, if Manny's okay, we can put those designs on there. Uh, that would be, uh, that'd be, that'd be cool. We got spooky season coming on. I don't know if, you know, with the public, the shipping times vary. So, you know, I don't want to promise that they would arrive before Halloween, but if you want to rock a fall shirt, definitely. And, and Dean, every November, we always do the, uh, the breast cancer donation. So we'll, we'll have to get some pink designs up for, uh, <clears throat> for 2020. Uh, we have a full network of shows. We have uh, Auction. We have Collecting Weekly, Collecting Rarities, Small Talk, The Joy of Hobbing, Only Fools in Collecting, which is recording Thursday. Creeps Are Us, After Dark. I think we're doing After Dark Wednesday, which is tomorrow, and Collecting Comics. So definitely a full suite of shows. Yeah, that, and, possibly, um, and what? Uh, and possibly a new show. I don't want to talk about it just yet. Tune into episode tune into episode 130, which is uh small talk. They had some stuff come up, so they couldn't record last Thursday. And so the the Thursday slot of upload, uh, we're gonna use our backlog episode from Collecting Weekly. And we had a special we had a special thing happen, Dean. Yeah, and so uh, please tell us. It made my whole freaking everything. Made my life. <sighs> The Prodigal Son Returns. Jesse. Damn, that's a dope name for the episode. Why didn't I think of that? Jesse came back to us, and it was like he never left. I mean, it really was, right? We met at the... the, We met, and it was almost like, because when you guys would show up for the show, everyone would arrive like within a minute of each other. You guys both arrived at the same time. We walked up the steps together. We walked to the studio we chat. Like, I mean, it was literally like nothing changed, right? There was some some new adjustment to the new equipment. You know, Jesse hadn't been, um, he hadn't been with us uh, with the new setup, and 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 he took to it right away. You know, he hasn't been podcasting for over a year, and 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 it just felt like he had not missed a beat, right? Yeah. We, we we did a like it was like fifty two minute recording, and uh, you know, unscripted. Talking about life, talking about toys, talking about 
you know, where he's been. And, and, you know, we have a lot of people that, that are new listeners to the show and that's fantastic. Right. But a lot of people might not know how important Jesse was to collecting weekly back when we were, you know, cutting our teeth and, and getting started yeah. and, and trying to figure ourselves out. And, and Jesse was on collecting weekly from episode 15 to episode 45 and then a few episodes after that. So, I mean, almost 30, 35 episodes of the show and, you know, those were, were very formulative episodes for us. And, and, you know, just even if we just have him back for that one recording, I mean, it was, it was nice to catch up with him and, uh, you know, we gave him some equipment. If he wanted to join a stream, we gave him a mic. Uh, so we're, we're really hoping to get him on uh, again in the future uh, on this show and maybe even, uh, an idea he had for, uh, for something in the future. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, the bonus episode is going to go live Thursday at um, what is it? Thursday at I think it's at eleven. It's uploading, so eleven Central Time. It's going to go up, and uh, Patreonies already have access to the bonus episode, so they've been listening to that today. But uh, yeah, it's 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 a, such a fun episode. Jesse's yeah. such a cool guy, and uh, we'll have to figure out how we can get it on YouTube because we didn't take any video. We just did. I mean, it was no live stream. No, I mean, it's like a very, yeah, very you old, just like a, the our back our logo in the background. Yeah, but then I have to figure that out. So it's a lot of if you want to deal with that, it's a lot of eyes and T's. Uh, but at any rate, it's a um, great episode. I think you guys will really like it. And uh, Mark says you guys have more reveals in Sideshow. Thank you for that, Mark. We also, uh, I also goofed during the show too. So that's uh, just like Sideshow. Dean, we want to thank some of our friends of the show King Zachary Venable. Great guy. Puts out some fantastic content. Optical 20, PJ the Paradox Nerd, Six Scale Scavengers, Third Party Reviews, and our friends over at Rogue One Six Podcast. Our Rogue One Six show. They're, they're really cool guys. And uh, yeah, these people, you know, they, they, they support us in what we do. We support them. And I, I really feel like the community is better for having each of these people produce content uh, for everyone. Yeah. Dean, do you have any shout outs you want to give? Shout out, Manny. I'm so sorry, dude. I fucked up. A man can only admit when he was wrong. And that yeah. was wrong. I apologize. Fucking hilarious, though. <laughs> God damn dude, it. I was laughing so hard, dude. I was passed out. <laughs> Um, and then I'm laughing so hard I didn't have my eyes open. And then I looked and you were just gone. Um, oh my god, that was good. That was gold. I need to do some editing on this show. And <laughs> later tonight, probably about 11 o'clock, so about an hour, I think we're going to play some Among Ox. So if you guys want to join us for that, definitely uh, let us know. Dean will post the Discord link on Auxiliary. But other than that, I'm Zach. I'm Dean. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye.